0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Compound, Pop-Cultured Podcast. We're glad to have you. My name is Jordan Lowe.
1: I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth.
0: If you are new to the podcast, if you just found out about us, thanks to our uh, starring role in the local newspaper article, the reach, the re- we got so much reach today, guys, or this week, <laughs>
2: We got oh, our man. name
0: out there to the masses who still That's read
2: celebrity. newspapers. I got, uh, I basically got the equivalent of several U-Up texts. Uh, this U? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Evan, was like, uh, you want me to put in there about the podcast? I was like, I, if I say no, I'm probably not on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That lends, you, that lends you an air of authority over on the subject of movies. say like, This guy hosts the podcast that talks about movies. Exactly, so yeah. You're not just some bum off the street. So yeah, right. thank you to Mr. Evan Bevins, reporter extraordinaire, uh, report about our local theater closing, which is bad news all around, but uh, Seth had a quote in the newspaper. And uh, so yeah, if you're in the Venn diagram of people who have a newspaper subscription and people who listen to podcasts... <laughs> Yeah. We're glad to have you. Thanks for checking yes. us out. We hope you enjoy it.
2: You can read the paper online also.
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: That's true. Yeah. I have a I have
1: an app. You can read it for free. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, Evan. Oh, the paper's gone. Just put them out of business.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's just in. Evan Bevan's fired immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorting
2: have- <laughs> with anti uh, published material. Uh, yeah. Propaganda artists. Um, yeah.
0: digital that, podcasters
2: that guy that just used to complain
1: at the movie theater all all the time now suddenly has a
2: platform i've been having a great time the uh, i haven't had to complain forever they've been doing a good job <laughs> and that that should have been a sign of the apocalypse anyway <laughs> yeah. go on what were you gonna tell us jordan
0: i said i hope you all enjoyed our previous episode the Bah awards
2: wow that was a just fun imagine one. the people that discovered the podcast and then they get handed the, the one our longest episode ever <laughs> uh, i'll
0: tell you i re-listened to it and i enjoyed it i thought it was really well done I th- it was four hours but i thought it moved pretty fast i thought we covered a whole lot of ground
2: i, I was honestly, real proud of, a t- I was proud of that a tip out there if you're not a, a jesse uh well you are now first off that's what yeah. what our our people are they're called Jessies. and but if you're jesse you're in the know that I'm going to crank up your uh, play speed just a little bit. Uh, You know, I'm personally, I play my all my podcasts at one point two five. It just kind of takes those little pauses out without making anybody sound like they're talking a million miles an hour. Uh, Jesse, our our original Jesse fan, he uh, plays everything at two speed, which is ridiculous. Like, that's insane. But just bumping it up just a hair
0: trained ears can pick out every note though. he knows yeah. he doesn't miss a thing <laughs> so yeah we got that news since we last recorded and re listened to this uh talking about how many are we going to see in the theater and well i really you know, I am i don't know if i'm going to the like we were talking about how many movies we stream instead of going to the theater and i was just like with hindsight now it's like oh, oh my god we didn't even know that was our last time I little our last we knew time bit of blissful ignorance that we didn't even know but
2: those i can't believe those were the good old days
0: right (laughs) so our hometown odyssey theater is closing and we got about two weeks notice we got uh cabin in the or knock at the cabin was like the last wide release you know, there's a couple of I don't know what else. Which which
2: week. I'll anyone if you're curi- curious, we are at the end of this episode. We're going to talk about knock at the cabin, including spoilers. So, what we're, we're ending it with that.
0: So I've I've talked many times about all these gift certificates. I always get a gift certificate to the theater for Christmas. So I had thirty some dollars left on a gift certificate and two weeks to spend it so i'm like oh what am i gonna
2: wow it's like brewster's millions
0: right <laughs> 80 for brady me and all my friends are gonna see <laughs> 80 for brady
2: run out of theater yeah just get all <laughs> so
0: I, I had no plans to see knock at the cabin but i gotta spend
2: this car I had to
0: i run down so the, it was a tuesday night anecdote alert it was a tuesday night showing 9 30 so i'm like yeah i don't want to go home and turn back around so i just stayed at the store till about nine did some work. So about nine, I left, hadn't had supper yet. So I pulled through, grabbed a little Caesar's pizza. Right. I'm like, I'm just gonna park in the parking lot, eat a couple slices. It's America. I can do as I please. That's 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 perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. so, you look over at the
2: pizza. car next to you, guys in there with the little Caesar pizza doing the same thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: got the yeah. uh except that guy. It's got the uh, the the batteroni or whatever that thing was called, <laughs> yeah. and he's
0: like keeled over. He, yeah, keeled <laughs> over his, uh, just honking the horn with his forehead. Yeah, so that was my whole plan. I get there early enough, get my pizza, pull over into the movie theater parking lot. I park one row back because I you know I don't want to be right.
2: Yeah, a them. lot more people mm-hmm. are going to see if you're in the front row.
0: <laughs> I made sure to get napkins. It's very greasy. Pop open the lid. They didn't cut my pizza at so all I'm, no there was no it wasn't sliced it was just a wow. whole pizza so i'm sitting there in the parking lot like how do i eat this pizza
2: <laughs> that just became a calzone oh, you fold right, it just, all. Just,
0: i can't pick up an entire pizza fresh out of the oven
2: just that, roll it up
0: <laughs> it? And i'm like well i've got you know, I've got emergency equipment in the back. I've got, I've got, I've got antifreeze and oil and jumper cables. I did not pizza have an emergency roadside pizza cutter, so I'm gonna have yeah. to rect- rectify that. But so I just like ripped some of the crust off and just I literally ate a couple handfuls of pizza
2: that I ripped that off. That is awful. I've had that That's, happen with a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell over the years. They somebody get lazy and didn't cut it. Ugh.
0: so that was my last trip to the theater, most likely.
2: Maybe last trip to the Little Caesars.
0: Uh let's not go that far. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. There'll be some promotion that'll get you there. Yeah. If
1: the batterone didn't kill him and he went back for more, then <laughs> this this isn't gonna do it either.
0: Yeah. So yeah, now we are living in a town without a to movie theater.
2: I, I honestly never considered this timeline. I this is I've told you guys before I'm not a depressed person i don't i don't get you know i whatever chemical keeps you from being depressed i i've got it but this is the closest i've ever been like you know other than major things in my life but this uh it's like i live in a town without a movie theater like how <laughs> wonder how long that's gonna go before i move <laughs> i'm yeah. like i'm like do i'm gonna live out my days without access to a movie theater i don't Just know packing it up yeah and you go yeah.
0: you go to athens and columbus like you travel yeah. you know, i'm not afraid to
2: travel but
0: but you don't want to have to do that
2: for everything. exactly i'm not afraid if there's something i can't watch here i will go other places and i enjoy travel you know that's a that's fun for me you know I like yeah. to do that but the real travesty is I honestly think we had the best looking screens in the state. I mean, there's no place I'd rather watch a movie than Theater Five in Marietta. It, it that screen is big. It's not way up in the air. It's mm-hmm. bright, colorful. It, you know, most of the screens in there all look good, but it was a, it was just like the a, a big screen. I could always count on it. Plenty of seats. You know, it was just. And I could, the, you know, ironic, you know, ironically, the promise you could often go in there and watch a movie by yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe while they're closing, but yeah, no lines to way in. But the thought of them just tearing that down, I, I just, I wish, you know, somebody could swoop in and do something before they tore it down and use, you know, may have a private theater or something, you know. We could. I think this town could support a patron, you know. Uh, supported theater, but it'd work a lot better if they already had a theater there, you know? Well, that's yeah. what my worry
0: is, is the, 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 the talk has been, it's going to be renovated and turned into some retail establishment. Yeah. It's and gone, if gone. they, if they bulldoze that and gut it, who, when are we ever going to get a theater? Who's going to yeah. build a theater from the ground oh, yeah. up?
2: No, but it's, we're never, it's going not going to gonna happen.
0: No. That investment. I don't see that investment happening. Anymore. No, it's not like it,
2: not. you know, it happened. In the 80s, we just had the colony, you know, and then, you know, there was a few years after they quit showing movies, and then we got this theater. Well, that was the 80s. That was like, 80s to 90s were just freaking, money was everywhere. We were gonna, you know, pop, pop culture was blasting. We had theaters all over the country just booming. So that's the only reason we got one then. And just slowly died over the years. So it's we've awful. talked
0: about you know the preponderance of streaming, and uh, you know the costs are raising. People are tightening their budget. It's you know a night out to movies with the whole family is not cheap. So yeah, we've talked about all this for years, but like to actually have the uh, outcome, it's like it feels really abrupt to me. It's like, oh no, yeah. it's just finally hitting home. Of, uh,
2: yeah,
1: it, this one hurts. Yeah, it does, and I. I think uh, you know, like like we said, we talked about this stuff before. But I remember going in there. I think in the it was within the last couple of years, and noticing the uh, the the soda cups were just plain white. They were no longer, you know, they didn't say Pepsi or didn't have a You know, it used to be a Regal Theater, but you know, it always had some design to it and then i was like huh that's kind of weird and then not too long ago um they always had a uh uh, the popcorn bucket you could buy the bucket for a year and for that year you would get refills at any time for like two dollars when you brought your bucket in well the last time we renewed it which wasn't that long ago the bucket had gotten way smaller and it just said popcorn on it and it didn't have any type of theater <laughs> <laughs> logos or 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 anything there was no graphic um but the generic you know thing on it and I was just like yeah. wow that's kind of weird why did they change this and yeah. I just think
2: like we it really hit hits me like how many memories I have in that theater? Like I made a post on Facebook about it, just like really memories from my Mm. the last 30 some years of going there in high school with friends to just a couple years ago with friends. And just like we all the time, all these things that I remember doing, going, you know, seeing movies and then seeing them, you know, reshown there 30 years later, seeing them with nephews and taking, you know. Mm my kid over the years to see all these movies and just like seeing movies with my mom, you know, who's, who died seven years ago today, you know, it's like all, all these memories in this building that's going to just be gone. Yeah. And that just is, oh, really deal with. <laughs> I was thinking about that uh,
1: the last couple days. Do you guys remember them building that? that building. Do you remember the construction of it? Not I really. don't. I don't either. I remember cuz I went to a lot of my parents used to take me to a lot of movies as a kid. My dad actually at one time both of my parents back in the day worked at the colony. Yeah. And my dad used to run the projectors there. And I don't have any memory of that, but I remember going to the mall in Parkersburg. Oh, I totally. Remember, I remember going to the Town Square all the time.
2: That's why I said someone was trying to nail down when this opened. I was like, I think it was 90 because I I went to Town Square in 89 to see Back to the Future 2. And I saw Batman 89 at the mall opening night. I was like, I wouldn't have went down there if yeah if we had this the no day. no
1: it wasn't opening well it's so weird because i remember i i have a pretty vivid memory of the first time i went there like i said uh my cousin jamie had i was in like i don't know i must have been in like fifth grade or something and i remember it was in middle i remember it was summertime And he stopped by the house because we lived in the same neighborhood. He was like, "Hey, let's go see a movie." Because I remember he, I remember the old jeep he had at the time, and I remember driving to down through there. And I was like, I can remember thinking like, "Oh, that's weird. Um, We're not going to the mall." And then going to this theater and not even knowing it it was there. Like I have no memory of like, "Hey, we're in the theater." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just a kid. But you know, I mean, I mean, I'm talking. I'm I'm like 11, you know, at this time. So, uh, but yeah, I have a very distinct memory of we went and we saw. Don't don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, and we were the only ones in there. And I just remember being like, "Wow, this is cool. We got a theater in Marietta now." And but
2: then that, from- that's that's just that they the whole. I'm sure they were losing money. Uh, that's happening across the country. A bunch of theaters have been closed, but. Like I shared a picture. I was there last week, and there was yeah, a line a out of the you know a line of people. I mean, they were all. It was a you know a bunch of older people were there. I guarantee to see that Tom Hanks auto movie uh, that came out a couple weeks ago, and it's just like they people want to go see movies. These old this has a, we were an older community, yeah. and they. You know, that's just still a traditional thing. That's what you do to entertain yourselves. They don't want to sit at home and watch movies.
1: Yeah, the idea of not, you know, being 10 minutes away yeah. where I could just, you know, there were many times where, like, Michael would, like, text me, hey, you want to go watch this movie? In, like, 10 yeah. minutes I was there. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, that, that's my problem. Is a trip to the mall requires planning. <laughs> Yeah, I got to figure out ahead of time when
0: I'm going and what's going. To, yeah, the,
2: yeah, and that's just not going to happen for me because I don't like their theaters. The the way they constructed them, it it they've got the screens way up on the wall like you're in a hospital room, or you know, or those people weird people who put their TVs over the fireplace. I'm I'm I don't understand looking way up at a screen. It wasn't like that in Marietta. It you know I just and the screens are all muddy. You know, I I hate those screens. So I've I've already been talking to the guy that runs the theaters in Athens. Yeah. You know, one of them, and I'm just like, I think that's going to be my new home theaters. Having to drive 45 minutes to Athens, mm. and, but hopefully, I you know, hopefully at least they look good. So,
0: and yeah, obviously we don't have access to their books, or we don't know what was going on. No, like, I, you, you yeah. feel like surely you could have done, you know, some ticket specials or more matinee showing. Like there, you could. There's something you could have done rather than run your business pre-pandemic exactly like you did post-pandemic. Like yeah. I, you, and I know it's a chain. There's multiple. You know, they have yeah. a theater in Minnesota or whatever. It's the people who run it aren't in this community. But I don't know. It just feels like you could have tried a little harder to keep this afloat. But
2: my my thing is, who knew this? Like this, why do we find out after you can't do anything about it? Like,
0: right.
2: You know, why don't you let the community know this is a reality that yeah, why did they happen? sell
0: a whole bunch of gift certificates at Christmas?
2: Yeah. You, you could have let people know, and maybe there could have been some sort of community effort to think, what could we do about this? Instead, it's just like, whatever it's over. Well, the,
1: the reports or at least, you know, Evan's article kind of, it's, it, it sounded like they were in talks trying to negotiate a lease. Yeah,
2: there was t- their lease was up in Odyssey, you know, not this local Odyssey, but the right. co- company the there. company. Like, well, that one's know? not making enough money to justify this lease with a company that is no longer, that property's no longer owned by a local realtor. Yeah. It's owned by some New York thing. So it, they don't care. They don't have anything to yeah, do with yeah, us. They, they don't, don't care
0: what is sitting on that land as long as it makes the same amount of money.
2: Right. Yeah. This yeah, is a real too... flash dance scenario. Like... <laughs> yeah, We're going to have to go see our movies across the railroad
1: tracks. The, the bottom line is we lose. <laughs> That's what it is. Marietta loses. Uh, I'm going to have
0: less to talk about as far as movies go. <laughs> Next year's Bubba <laughs> Awards. Yeah. But luckily, guys, we can all still stream movies, right? If you have Netflix. Yeah. That's the other company that did a (laughs) plant this weekend. Uh, Netflix is phasing out their uh, password sharing, which we've talked about a long time ago. But they finally kind of uh, put it in writing exactly what that was going to mean. And then immediately we're like, "Uh, no, that's not what it means.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They were going to. Say you had to log in on your home network once a month. And I, honestly, my first thought was, I'm just canceling Netflix. It's like, there's there's things I watch on there, but I'll, again, it's this continued thing where you have to keep making more and more money and please the shareholders right. and, and just run your business into the ground. And it makes no sense why they do when it. When you
0: get to that point, we we can't get any more subscribers. So how do we squeeze the subscribers we have for
2: more? Right. They're, they figured they got a million people out there watching off of other people's. Well, there's a million more subscribers we could get. It's just like, net. first thing I thought was like, Netflix used to be, I mean, it was literally Netflix, Netflix and chill. You were cool, Netflix. Now you're the cops why are you why you want to bang on our doors and see if we got a password and you know we really have an account? It's like you're not cool anymore and that you are once you let us know that you are not milk bread and eggs that we don't you are not a staple you were but people there's a lot of streaming services out there and when you start doing this stuff, nickel and Dominus, we don't care anymore
0: especially after the last couple of years of scaling down your product and not having as many good movies and canceling beloved yeah. shows and they
2: show a bunch of garbage. Like I like some of the stuff on there, but there's nothing I have to say. Stranger things only go so far. Like you don't yeah. have that all the time, but that's about all you have.
1: And yeah. We're living awesome off working moms. Of and,
2: and I mean, it's was like, everybody was just paying that and going with it. And they're like, well, a lot of people weren't paying, but, The thing is, you let people do this. They even made jokes about it in their Mm -hmm. advertising about sharing passwords. And the price we are paying for it, in our minds, we were paying that to share it. And and now you're telling us that that price is really just for us. Well, now I think it's too high. What do you think about that? Go
0: ahead. Well, I I saw it's, it's, you know so many comment threads about this these last two weeks, and that's the normal thing is everyone comment I'm just gonna cancel I'm gonna cancel they, they say that about everything
2: yeah, yeah yeah
0: oh Disney I'm never going to Disney again because of that thing I don't like <laughs> or, you know, what you know that's everyone's knee jerk reaction but something about this feels different that yeah. I feel like people really mean it this time
2: well that it's because there there was a hashtag today that went viral bullying works I don't like the hashtag. But this is what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, it, what did Netflix immediately say? This is what we meant. This is what we're going to do. And they changed the, the mm-hmm. policy right away. This just happened. We talked about with the OGL and D&D. 40,000 people canceled their d Beyond subscription. And it makes a difference. If the people band together and say, we're not going to stand for your nickel and dominus, uh, it makes a change. It made a huge change with the D&D thing. And they're not doing any of that garbage anymore. And Netflix changed this policy slightly. You know, we'll see where it goes from here. But people actually choosing to speak with their wallets makes a difference.
0: I saw uh, several times it was referenced in some way of like the number one thing in streaming or any of these subscription services patrons patreon that kind of stuff is like don't remind people they're paying just yeah keep them happy keep them watching and they'll happily let it you know charge every month Mm -hmm. but you've had this huge blow up and everyone's like yeah that is kind of crappy of them to do what am i i'm getting four screen plan do i really need that like people are starting to think yeah about their plans you don't want them to think about your plan i just
2: went to the store and bought Eggs and I, I keep throwing them away, not eating them, but I'll keep buying them. And I, I'm like, but you know, don't remind me that yeah. I'm buying eggs.
0: Yeah. So if you're making people think of, do I really need this? There's a lot of people gonna decide they don't. To me, it's, I feel like it is like it's this to me, sharing passwords to me feels like burning CDs did when I was younger. <laughs> that's piracy. Don't burn CDs, that's stealing. But I only burned, you know, I I burned CDs I wasn't going to buy anyway. I'd borrow them from somebody or was like, mm. if I really wanted a CD, I'd buy it. You know, I'm stealing a Netflix password. I don't need Netflix. If I needed Netflix, I wouldn't pay for it. But, you know, it's, it's like, so, yeah, everyone who is borrowing a password is not a potential customer. And that's how I always right. felt about yeah. music. I didn't feel like I was stealing music because it wasn't something I was going to buy anyway.
2: Yeah, and you were at least being exposed to that person's music, and maybe buy something.
0: Yeah, then if I did like it, I'd buy the next album they put out or whatever.
2: You just they they lose so much goodwill if you're just if you just chill out, be cool, you know you have it's. They forget how much just having a vibe, being considered in a positive way, even passively, does so much for your brand. As mm-hmm. soon as you point out that you are a corporation, you can totally destroy yourself. You yeah, know, so, They
0: just may have.
2: <laughs> yeah. We will see.
0: But yeah, I but that was the whole thing. Okay, you. so they have plans with multiple screens. You pay for multiple screens, multi, mm-hmm. you can more than one person can right. do at a time. So their thinking is, now that means, yes, but only under one roof. So a kid who's away at college, you know, it's not even so many people complaining aren't even stealing. It's like their elderly parents, they they use their account or the kid at school or you're a dad's house this weekend and mom's house this weekend. Like families are not all under one roof all the time. Right. And I saw a thing today because I guess they've already put this through in Canada, I guess, is they've already. And this guy, I was on Reddit. He shared his text chain with Netflix customer service. And he, he is one person who lives alone, has an account for himself, but he owns a restaurant. He spends all day at work at his restaurant and he has a TV on while he's cooking.
1: Yeah. And he
0: said, so what do I have to do? It's like, Oh, well, you just have to log in from your home Wi-Fi once a month. And he said, well, it's a smart TV. Am I supposed to lug my TV home once a month to log on from, home? he's like, No one is borrowing my password. I'm paying for one subscription, but it's not a house. Like, well, sorry, you're gonna have to buy a second subscription. Like for a second, he's gonna have to pay. It's like, well, then I'm canceling and gonna watch Disney and Amazon. Like,
2: so that's what they They, did. Change. They
0: just don't understand how people use their product.
2: That's what they did. Immediately change. Now it's a code, and as long you know that person, whoever the home is whoever has the account is going to have to put in a password within 15 minutes so now the per, per whoever's using it is gonna if they want to try to watch netflix you know and it hasn't been code hasn't been put in a month they gotta go, hey i need that code put it in 15 minutes you know it's like just again just an annoyance that they're creating yeah, this is the same
0: the This the minorist of hoops like that you have to jump through it gets yeah. people like nah, oh i'm good
2: yeah, it really and does. Think, in other news this week was the AMC thing where they're like, okay, now we're going to start having zones in our theater uh that cost more than others. The front row is going to be the cheapest, and every, <laughs> you're going to have everybody sitting in the front row. And the center seats are going to be, you know, go up in price. And it, it's like going to the movies used to be like democratic. It was a, everybody had a chance. To get any seat. Everybody was paying the same price. And now it's all—it's again the haves and the have-nots yep. of, go, of where you're going to go. This is the stupidest idea. Oh, just hate it all. I wonder what it costs to
1: stand in the hallway and look through the little window.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you
1: okay. can
0: smell the popcorn. Yeah.
1: I anyway. trade, trade my time in to be the guy that walks up and down the aisle <laughs> it should just be like it should be a
2: public service i feel I feel it's, like yeah i i I mean I know it's a business, but it just like it's so close to being something that it should be a staple of being able to go watch. Yeah, a movie. stop making you know. things
1: more difficult.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's like it should be like the library. You know, I should be oh. able to go to the local theater, well. use my my movie card, and go. Yeah. You know, I know it's mm-hmm. not a real a realistic, but it's that, imp- it's that it's yeah. that important of a thing. It's the most still the most popular art that yeah, there man, is, like, is moving pictures. That's America. Yeah. We
0: export... We don't export steel and cars. We export entertainment to the rest of the world. So, like, movie stu- what If if all these theaters start closing, what are movie studios going to do? If there's mm-hmm. no way to watch their product, like that know. impacts their bottom line. They, they can't recoup money. If I can't go to the theater, they can't recoup their opening weekend. Why aren't they opening theaters? Why isn't there, you know, Universal Studios movie theaters in every town?
2: Well, I will say, like, almost to a person, the people that said something to me this past week are that, including Evan, it's like, well, Hmm. I'm part of the problem. I've been to the theater in years. It's like, everybody is saying that to me. I'm like, I'm like, I, I believe it. I understand that movies aren't as important to everyone. You know, the going to the theater isn't as important to everyone as it is to me and a certain demographic. But, man, it's still like, I still think it's a, what, if you're going to go do something, what else are you doing? you know, how many options are out there of things to do <laughs> you right? Know, with, your, you know, I know it's more expensive, the more people you have at your party, you know, and in your family or whatever, but what else do people take their kids to do, you know, do, or that, take, or go on a date when you go on a date, what do you yeah. go do? That, that was my,
1: my immediate reaction to our theater closing was, you know, living in Marietta my whole life. I'm like, you know, as we mentioned, we have an older population, but I'm like, geez, like, what? What are young people supposed to do around here? Like, there, there's nothing. I mean, we we all know if you live here that, you know, uh, way too large of a percentage graduate high school go off to college and never come back you know where they used to go to college and come back and have a family and that doesn't happen anymore one
2: girl I went to high school with said said something about you know commented about uh, how she she saw more movies at the mall but maybe that's because that's where the go-karts were I was like I totally forgot about the whole thing they had down there with the go-karts and And slick track and the batting cages and yeah, the mini yeah. golf and it and it's just like there's nothing like that here now it's like people went to that all the time took their kids yeah. there all the time that Absolutely. just raked it in what happened to, i i mean what made people stop or what put that out of business i don't know but it's like people need someplace to go yeah. you know to do something i don't know just,
0: especially as our lives become more work from home, spending you know, time on social media mm-hmm. like we need places to go and gather especially young people I think you
2: know yeah uh, well I don't so, know it's looking bleak yeah. it's bleak I'm trying to be positive about it I'm trying to I I honestly I see I go to the theater you I average two times a month. You know, we like the last few years. I've always said and said about my mid twenties is about how many times I've been to the theater. Yeah, you know, so that I go about that many times a year. I can drive to Athens a couple times a month. You know, it won't kill me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go see as many. I'm not gonna see yeah, every but... little thing. You know that I'm interested in. I can wait for. A, you know, probably I'll be down to probably. You know, high teens, how many times I go, but but but
1: again, that brings up the problem of not having that local theater for the average person or average family in this town that was going to take their kids or their family or whatever to that movie. And maybe they were, maybe they went Tuesday nights for that six dollar movie yeah. and now they have to pay to drive an hour away yeah. to pay more, you know, more money. For that get ticket
0: six, Get a $6 pizza,
1: $6 movie, <laughs> family's covered for the night. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's that's what it was. <laughs> Sit in Probably. your minivan and eat your pizza. Kids, grab the pizza cutter. Let's head out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this definitely skews me. Like, we talked, we did our movie preview. How many are you going to see? I had 10 or 12. Like, you know, I was on the bubble. You know, Shazam, for, for instance, the next yeah. movie coming up. I would have went on Tuesday night. Just... When's yeah. it playing? Is it playing at 7.30 or 9.30? Yeah, I, yeah, I'll go on Tuesday. Now that it's become a thing, I have to plan and figure out, I, I'll i just wait for HBO. Yep. I'm not going to see Shazam at the mall. It's just nope. not happening.
2: I'm not going to see Shazam at all.
0: <laughs> I will not see Shazam at all.
2: I will not see Shazam at all. <laughs> I will <not> see the <laughs> sham I am.
0: all right speaking of shazam and dc studios we got some actual good news on the movie front um since we last recorded mr james gunn put out a five minute video and uh we got a little more elaboration from that in some uh articles i checked out the hollywood reporters where all this information is coming from uh so james gunn and peter saffron the two heads of DC Studios revealed the next 10 projects. Mm-hmm. They're calling Chapter 1 of this big DC Renaissance Gods and Monsters. So, yeah, this is all old news. You've, you've seen all this, but I, we, we might have a few opinions, so we'll, I'll let you know what they, they announced. Did um, all the stuff that was in production already, like Matt Reeves' Batman, the Todd Phillips' Joker, or anything like Teen Titans Go!, they're calling that Elseworlds. They're specifically saying all this stuff is outside of this new DC canon, and everything else is going to be one cohesive whole. So whether it's a TV show with an actor who will appear in a movie, if it's animated, that actor, they want to do the voice, so they want everything, rather than having a CW Arrowverse and a movie verse and a this, that, and the other, they want to have one cohesive thing. So, cool. Okay, I'll take it.
2: I, I'm a little skeptical of this being a great idea, but I know that's unpopular opinion. I don't know that that's always been the best idea. I think it's kept for Marvel, even like I. Of course, I'm a huge proponent of the Infinity Saga, but I think making everything have to tie together has hamstrung them a bit. That's all I'll so.
0: say. Yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering if everything leads to the next thing, the way Marvel has been doing. Right. Or if it's just all, everyone knows who Amanda Waller is or what, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how it's going to go. Nobody knows. We'll figure it out over the next 40 years. Yeah. On episode 10,000 of the power of the pop culture podcast. We'll let you know how it works.
1: Oh, can you imagine?
0: (laughs) So here are the 10 projects, five movies, five series, And they, Hollywood Reporter, put them in this order. This is the order they're coming out. So, already in production is Creature Commandos, seven-episode animated series written by James Gunn. Mm -hmm. They have a little bit of sample art. Look very stylish. This is the uh, monsters and uh, you know, Frankenstein's and Wolfmen and you know, fighting in World War II. Based on a weird 70s concept. So, okay. Out of the gate, that's where we're starting. That's okay. (laughs) It could go anywhere from there. Uh, Second thing, Waller. Uh, Viola Davis reprises a role in a spinoff of Peacemaker written by Crystal Henry, who worked on Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who was the creator of the Doom Patrol series. I've seen it say this is in place of Peacemaker Season 2, and I've seen people say that's not Hmm. confirmed yet so yeah, I, don't, I, don't I, don't a, I don't think there is
2: is don't think there is going to be a Peacemaker season 2 Hmm.
1: I mean I in a way I, I'm okay with like not them not doing season 2 because I like season 1 but if that's you know all there is that's you know going to be any good then stop while you're ahead I guess so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just I don't know that Waller is by herself a character I,
1: that's Yeah, I'll be surprised that this ever becomes I didn't see play. much
2: on this list to be honest with you that I got too excited about. But there was a there was a couple things. All
0: right, so number three, Superman Colon Legacy.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is this is yeah. where it so starts saying to
0: so this is the third thing. This is the true kickoff for the plans of this connected universe. James Gunn is writing the script and may direct, they haven't decided yet. Quote, it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old fashioned. Set to debut July 11th, 2025. So Henry Cavill is not Superman. And James Gunn went out of his way to say he wasn't fired. We didn't, we didn't not like him. He just, in his view of Superman, that's, this is not Henry Cavill's story. It's either a younger Superman or there's something different about his Superman that Henry Cavill is just not the right actor for that part. Right. Which didn't go over well with us. (laughs) Large Snyder bros. (laughs) I didn't want to name them lest they appear.
2: Oh, well, we'll take all the lessons we can get. (laughs) Hate listen to us, please.
0: But again, I don't, I liked Henry Cavill fine. He was, he seems like a cool guy. I liked this Superman. I don't understand the hashtag. Only Henry Cavill can be Superman like that. Like well,
2: I told you before, yeah. I, he'd make a much better Beyonder.
0: I'm <laughs> down for that. Still down for that. Marvel. Yeah, I I just feel like they're projecting. The Superman they imagine him to be, we was never actually on screen. It's all in their imaginations of what yeah. could be and what they hoped he was. Yeah, he he, he was, was never fine there. as
1: yeah, he was fine as Superman. That, that he wasn't the problem with those movies, I don't think so. But, but I mean, he wasn't so good that I can't imagine anybody else ever, ever yeah, exactly. putting those boots on. So, and definitely that quote about being kindness,
0: uh, you know, that is definitely a. Hmm. Trying to explicitly say we're not doing the, you know, hardcore Snyderverse, Snyderverse, and Rand <laughs> objectivist yeah,
2: evil
0: We're doing a fun, le- which CW has done great that. things. Yeah, the family, a family man, good-hearted, warm Superman. It works. Yeah, shockingly, the character has been around since 1938. Yeah. It works. Okay, after that, lanterns. So Greg Berlanti had a series, especially Green Lantern Corps, they've been talking mm-hmm. about for years, that is scrapped, that is off the table. And this is a new take, very much in the vein of True Detective, featuring Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart on Earth, like they're Earth-based heroes at this point. And it, quote, plays a really big role in leading into the main story we are telling across film and TV. So whatever mystery they get into is going to have bigger repercussions in the DCU. I guess. I've never been a huge Green Lantern guy. It's a little too cosmic for me. But I, I,
2: I <laughs> neither. But you really, you have no. We have no idea how yeah. what what style this is going to be. So definitely just yeah. The only the only thing
1: the only thing I found odd about it is typically. Um, you don't see a lot of how and john together it's usually one or the other or they're right. paired up with different green lanterns but not each other
2: so yeah they're they're the stars that go you know yeah. lead their own thing yeah right
0: but i'm i'm very much okay starting with this one or two characters yeah. rather than a green lantern core where there's 50 characters or well, whether mm. the movie tried that the ryan Reynolds movie tried to throw in a thousand years of continuity in two hours like that's That's fine. Let's start small.
2: Absolutely. Start
0: on Earth (laughs) with two Hmm. characters.
2: Yes. I like it.
0: All right. After that, The Authority. A movie based on the extreme 1990s Wildstorm team. This sounds
2: like a Jesse product. This seems like any 90s thing here. He's probably loving it.
0: So, yeah, this debuted when Wildstorm was not part of DC. And it was basically a. Sp- not spoof, but it was a takeoff on the Justice League. Midnighter was Batman, Apollo was Superman, and it was all these characters. Like, what would an edgy, more realistic yeah. Justice League do in a world where it wasn't black and white, and the heroes might kill or or bad things might happen in a in a more gritty '90s extreme way? <laughs> <laughs> so now DC owns all these characters, and now they're just DC characters. So they they were commenting on the decades worth of DC stories. Now they are part of DC stories, but yeah, this is the quote where Gunn said, quote, not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. Giant things from the sky come and good guy wins. There are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. Hmm. And Saffron said, they are kind of like Jack Nicholson and a few good men. They know that you want them on that wall. So these are the morally ambiguous heroes that we've made. will the Snyder bros will win them back with the authority.
2: Yeah, they'll, they'll see now those. that everything uh, will be
0: shot in slow motion.
2: <laughs> that just makes me want to watch be a few good Man.
0: All right, after that, Paradise Lost. This is an HBO Max prequel yeah. to the one. like, that's a
2: great video. HBO documentary.
0: They <laughs> called it a Game of Thrones style drama set on Themyscira. So, this is a way that. We're not recasting Gal Gadot. This is a prequel. She wasn't even around yet. So we're going to get some Amazons.
2: The Mascara.
0: Tierra Mascara.
2: Tierra Mascara. That's right. That's what it was. Tierra (laughs) Mascara.
1: (laughs) That's a throwback.
0: But yeah, I feel like every show that wants to be the next Game of Thrones has not been the next Game of Thrones. No. You can't
2: say it. You can't say, we're the next Game of Thrones. (laughs) You blew it so after that brave and the bold there we go this is one sounded good to me
0: the introduction of a new batman and his son damian wayne calling it a quote very strange father and son story so this is based on grant morrison brought damian in as the new youngest robin who is bruce's son so we're gonna get recast we're gonna get a whole brand new story
2: i'm Uh, actually like i i like this character i don't know that i've ever liked necessarily what they did with it in the comics but i'd like to see something else done with that character like it's just a you know assassin type robin like the way harder edged yeah but it's his actual son you know like that's there's a lot they could do with that
1: yeah, I always I was enjoyed when uh, after that when they did when when Bruce was dead, and Nightwing became Batman and teamed up with.
0: with you Damian. were better when you were dead.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I always liked when he was dead. I did. Uh. I like that. No,
0: I, that was that was yeah having yeah Dick Grayson yeah the perfect son <laughs> and right. Damien, the little yeah. the little uh,
2: little Hellraiser son the
1: little a hole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: trying to kill everybody yeah
2: yeah so i uh, yeah so it makes me i don't know what direction they'll really go with that but i that's an exciting either path. way it's yes yeah. as long as i don't yeah, have to seems, watch that
1: thomas wayne and martha wayne getting killed yeah, in the alley it, and god it
0: seems like we're dumping we're jumping right into the story there already probably has been a Nightwing and a bat we yeah. like we're yeah. just, there's already a bat family we're not we're not setting all that up, so I'm I'm okay with that. All right, after that, we've all been waiting for Booster Gold, another this HBO is, Max comedic series.
2: This LZ- is yes. way up there. If I was a DC guy, this would definitely be this is where it. I would lean. This time travel. I don't care
1: about any of the other crap. This just make <laughs> this do it yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: I think so. casting is going to be a big deal. Like, it's going to be hard to get the uh, perfect guy mm-hmm. that you, and you're naturally you're be-
2: not going to like him. Yeah, because he's, good, he's right. not going to be likable anyway. That, right. You, you want
0: know, somebody that's watchable, but not lovable, maybe. yet.
2: I don't know who mm-hmm. they're going to get. Like, this uh, intrigues me. It was always Nathan Fillion, but now he's too old. Yeah. You know, it was always yeah. that, always felt like the right guy because he is. He could can, he can be that kind of boisterous guy but also extremely likable yeah. you know like so it can't be him now but who is who is the equivalent of him or are they gonna go like create a new star like Marvel created all those you know
0: yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wouldn't want someone like a Joel McHale or you know this real small no. like mm-hmm. motormouth Ryan Reynolds type like that's yeah he that's kind of his character but yeah mm. not really. You yeah, you want him to be a, a he's dumb, he's a dumb loudmouth, but you know he's he's also a hero at his core. He's yeah. he is eventually trying to, to do the right thing, but they called it imposter syndrome as superhero. So yeah, this is a nobody from the future with technology we don't have yet comes back in time, so he's he's going to you know trying to pass himself off as a great hero even though he's, mm. he knows what he really is. Oh, it's going to be
1: great. He fails. He meets Max Lord. He gets into the Justice League. It's going to be great. Blue Beetle, JLI. I mean, oh, you could do it for years and years. <laughs> then we get into the time, you know, the heavy duty, the time travel stuff and going back through all those oh. those uh, DC stories and and hitting every
2: one of them and oh it's good Is be this great. is this blue beetle that's coming out supposed to be part of all this? Uh I don't
1: think so. Cuz Cuz I
2: don't think that kid is
1: That was happening way before any of yeah. this was announced.
0: I don't know if that's getting the official Elseworlds label mm. or if it's just like It'll be done before we get to all this. I,
2: don't know. I I bet it has a little bit to do with how that guy is received. Mm-hmm. You know, if he does your sure. job or not.
0: Yeah. I, well, I, yeah, there was some quote saying, you know, because we've still got Ezra Miller on the fence. We've still got Jason Momoa. Like it, it was saying something like the door's not closed for these characters or actors, but I don't know. There, it's, yeah. It's a lot of it's going to depend on mo- <laughs> how much money it makes and what the fans
2: tweet about. Right.
0: Alright, so number nine, we're almost done. Supergirl colon woman of tomorrow.
2: I'm into it. Yeah. Based
0: on the recent Tom King written miniseries art by Bilquis Everly. He said, quote, This is a much more hardcore and not the supergirl we're used to. Raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton Krypton, and who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first fourteen years of her life. So this isn't sweet CW Kara, Supergirl. This is more of a uh, fighter. And that series, Woman of Tomorrow, was excellent. That's one of the best books that came out in the past few years. It is true grit. The plot is exactly true grit, but in space. It's a young Hmm. girl on a backwards planet. Her dad is killed by some intergalactic 'er ne'er-do-well, and she's going to go kill him. And Kara's like, you probably shouldn't do that he's like well you're, you can't stop me so they just kind of team up and go and go together and each issue was a different stop along their way on their path to find this guy and it's car learning lessons and the young girl learning lessons it, it's just again I, tom king is very hit or miss for me but that that series was excellent and it's sold out everywhere you can't get it <laughs> until april <laughs> so hang on new printing is coming in april you can get that series and number ten, closing out this first part of this first chapter, Swamp Thing horror movie about the Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, Coming I I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like we we just tried this when with the when they started the HBO shows um, just a few years ago. So I I don't know. I don't have anything against Swamp Thing, but I'm just surprised they they. So quickly,
2: yeah. When... I, I, it would have to really surprise me. Like, I'm just not into it. But who knows? I'm totally, I'm open to all this stuff. Just depends how it's executed. I, I, you what know, as excited, Heather Lock,
0: what if Heather Locklear showed up? Uh,
2: yeah, as uh, <laughs> exciting as it is to have James Gunn in charge of all this stuff, I'm a little. I don't want a bunch of Suicide Squads. And I'm a little nervous about that. I don't, I I mean, which is what peacemaker is that that whole show is just another suicide squad. It's just like, I'm not out up for 10 shows or movies about misfits, you know, and I'm just not into it.
0: I saw a quote addressing exactly that where he said, this isn't the gun verse. He's like, this isn't all my voice and my take. They have a whole, they've assembled a writer's room. They've assembled a whole bunch of people with different ideas and they're picking and choosing not just James Gunn's personality, but they're going yeah. to try to have a wide breadth. So I, again, I feel like they're, they're, they're at least addressing all of this stuff that we are, they're, we're yeah. worried about. But, but and let's and not, let's they,
1: not go too far. Like, I mean, if James Gunn wanted to do a Justice League International team of misfits, including (laughs) Booster Gold, the Blue Beetle Ted Cord, Fire and Ice, Martian Manhunter, Batman, like, that would be okay. Guy Gardner, I mean, that's the one exception here that could be made.
0: (laughs) Cliff Cliff is here for it.
2: I'll allow it.
0: (sighs) And just saw an article today about everything mentioned in this has been huge on the back issue market, the digital market, like James Gunn led saying, here are the stories these are based on. Now, okay, Supergirl is a direct adaptation of a story. So maybe Brave and the Bold is more, well, it's a takeoff from Grant Morrison. So he mentioned the Grant Morrison books. He showed Alan Moore Swamp Thing. I'm sure it's not a direct adaptation, but right, right. putting first and foremost, like these are the core of these stories, which again should make a fan feel right. better. Like okay, at least they're they're starting with the good source material. But it gives a newer person, like Marvel, has never done that in all these years. Marvel has never made a, a concentrated direct push at here are the comics you should be reading. They will occasionally have a throwaway thing here or there, but I, yeah, I, they've already done more for DC Comics in the last two weeks than Marvel has in twenty years.
2: Mm. And it was so simple—just show, show some covers and, yeah, right.
0: yeah. Gunn is a lifelong comic book fan. He's made some really, really, really excellent movies. We all love. I to not give him the benefit of the doubt is just being. A Snyder bro. That is just, that is just, I don't like this one thing I feel personally affronted by. So I, my hopes are up. I don't see any reason most of these shouldn't work. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to assume they're all going to be blockbusters, but.
2: I can't wait till you get to see them at home. (laughs) 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 Oh. That doesn't Or is does that do, do it?
0: Unless there's is. any other movie information Anyone has?
2: I don't have anything other than just Talking about that movie
0: Alright so from here on out We are going to spoil M. Night Shyamalan's latest Knock at the Cabin
2: We may start with a little bit of a synopsis Non-spoiler we'll, we'll, uh, It ain't going to take long We're going to have to get into the nitty gritty So let's drop that trailer
0: We say you shouldn't make things up when we're talking about
2: can you open the door please they're breaking in. How you, baby we're not here to hurt you but you have to stay
1: here in the cabin with us families throughout history have been chosen to make this decision
2: family must choose to willingly sacrifice one of the three of you to prevent the apocalypse
0: we're not sacrificing anyone
2: for every no you give us hundreds of thousands of people are going to die it's really happening speed up, close your eyes will you make a choice you have to
1: somehow trust
2: us we're normal people just like you it doesn't matter none of us believe you never choose anyone
1: Win! Win! Win!
2: I'm afraid the rule is that no one's allowed to leave until you choose
1: do you really think it's all just a coincidence I have to believe that My son is going to die. His name is Charlie. As a mother, I am begging you. You're the only
0: one who can stop this. Andrew, I saw something. There was something in the light.
2: And I feel it now. So, I have had a lot of feelings about this movie, Jordan. (laughs) I saw you watched it, so I was super happy to see that. Not because i wished it on you or anything I, I was like i wanted somebody to talk about it with because i've went through i've been thinking about it for over a week i just can't <laughs> it i didn't necessarily enjoy the process of watching but let's lay it out here basically the plot it's based on the book cabin at the end of the world by paul Tremblay. came out a few years ago apparently m night Immediately jumped on buying the rights, but, but before the book even ca- came out, actually, mm-hmm. he bought the rights to make this movie.
0: Because um, it's a perfect M-Night setup. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a movie perfectly for him.
2: Um, but the setup is like this: family, uh, gay couple, and their adopted child uh, go on a vacation They're at some cabin, and these four people show up inexplicably to ask them to do something they have to do something these these particular people have to do something to save the world and they and you know that we don't know what it is or whatever i i, I had only seen the first preview i desperately did not say anything after that or i probably would have enjoyed the movie even less than i did
0: <laughs> and to me it's a great setup. It's a Twilight Zone perfect thing of like a big scary guy shows up at your door and says, I don't really want to be here. I don't want to do this. But wow. Okay. What a perfect vehicle for a for a compelling story. Yeah. But my 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 history with Chamalan is, you know, after he broke out of the gate and made some all-time classic movies, it's been diminishing returns since. I think he is a brilliant visual director. I think his movies look like nothing else you ever see but he just hasn't wowed me in his last half dozen or more movies so I will always watch them because I keep wanting him to recapture that so I went yeah. into this without hope I, you know I, I knew what I probably I assumed <laughs> what I was hope. getting already I assumed what I was getting when I went into it a pretty film that wouldn't do much for me so
2: yeah well I saw it at the mall so it was muddy that didn't help anything it's just like a gray movie, uh. But I guess we're going to start getting into spoilers right away from this point on. Um, I, I think my biggest complaint is that right off the bat was that everything played out exactly as expected. I, I was. The twist is there's no twist. It it's <laughs> uh, it. They come. They say, you know, we have been getting these visions, and all four of us—the you know, obviously the four horsemen of the apocalypse—you know, version version of these people—and uh, they have come to tell you we we know that the world's going to end if you do not sacrifice one of your family and you, you and have to we, choose
0: we can't do it and they yeah. can't here's the commit, rules they can't kill We're, yeah there's all these specific i like
2: rules. rules i like rules you know okay i need to know how this plan yeah you got <laughs> we we can't do it it can't be an accident you have to choose one of you and, and they can't do it themselves yeah yeah they yeah so you know of course they're skeptical about about this and think they're crazy. Uh, and then to prove it further, these people have, you know, as they turn them down one by one, they kill one of one of themselves, sacrificing one of themselves to basically just prove to them how serious they are about it. Like we're each, you know, we're going to kill them. And then one of these uh, atrocities are going to be unleashed on the earth. Like one of these plagues uh that we have seen in our visions. Once one of us dies, one of them is going to be released And it. Uh, what was the first, first thing that happened? Uh,
0: tsunamis. Yeah.
2: Tsunamis. You can see some footage, these people at the beach and, uh, what's like in Seattle or somewhere that, and you see these huge waves, 50 foot waves coming and just going to destroy, which first, first thing that was annoying, why didn't they he make that look like it was like Instagram live or something to to just explain that footage you know it's like he he does he funds his movies he has basically full creative control and I don't always agree with his decisions <laughs> but that was just a minor thing that annoyed me but the that happens we fi- we find out that one of the people, you know, the captives, one of the dads, he he knows this guy, one of the, these four people, as a guy that had beat him up in a gay bashing thing when they were in a bar, you know, years ago. That guy's been in jail for it. And he's, he believes that, that it's him anyway. And he uh, has basically greatly affected his life. Ever since then, he's been like working out, and, you know, boxing, and just dwelling on that all this time. It seemed like such a odd thing that this is one of the people, but but it, it's supposed to give some doubt to why this. is That's happened.
0: what I thought. We revealed the one is the connect- okay. Well, how are all the others connected? Yeah, and it wasn't was like okay. No. Well, I didn't. I didn't get why they had to make yeah the one without the others.
2: Yeah, it was well apparently that's how it is in the book and it it's you know it's just i assume to give doubt as to why if this is just you know cuz they think they're being targeted you know because of the you know them being a gay couple with you know and they're like no we it never even crossed our minds well obviously if this guy used to be that type of person you know it could be part of the problem you know so they're still skeptical, but then they show them the news, which is another huge gripe I have about this. He M Night has never hit. A lot of his movies have had newscasts on them, and they always look fake. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like go get Wolf Blitzer or Don Lemon or Anderson Cooper get somebody and make it look like a. Yeah. You know now, I I do like to when I watch a movie assume that the director you know has a reason for why they do the things they do so again it leads me to think by being a fake looking newscast right off the bat it again leads leads more doubt right right and they make a comment about well you're piping this in or something you're yeah. put, you put you've put this here you know it's not real but it, it's so short lived you know that they doubt it's happening. It's not that they doubt this is happening; they believe it. They just don't believe that they can stop it. We have crises every day in this world. It doesn't that's, mean it's we can stop it by killing ourselves.
0: That's the sense I get from the review I read and some of the comments. Where the book is a lot more ambiguous as is this really happening? Oh, okay. Whereas the movie is very straightforward. It's yeah. like the, I never had any doubt it was obviously happening. right I, obviously. and i went into it thinking it's going to be maybe there'll be no it was it's obviously happening
2: that's what i'm saying it's like and then I, they
0: convinced this couple to do this and I, I feel like i don't know i haven't read the book but it seems like the book's a little more it leaves it up to the reader was this real or not it was and doesn't that feel like
2: an uh, m night movie Like that's what he would do normally. So as I'm watching this, I'm like, that's not, you know, how is this not going to be what it looks like? And it just is the whole movie. It is always what it looks like. And that just really bummed me out. Um, I'm not, not everything has to have a twist, but it has to have something that makes it, you know, recontextualizes things, you know, especially with him. I expect him to have chosen something that, you know, so the fact that he didn't do what the book does you know, kind of, I feel like I, I've I bet that the author, you know, is not super loving exactly how it was done, <laughs> but anyway, but it plays out exactly like that. Everybody, they continually, one of the other, have to kill off another one of these four horsemen and you know, and release another plague. Uh, well well i don't remember the second one
0: um uh, the virus or pandemic
2: oh yeah there's there was a virus and uh i think the third one was like planes falling from the sky yeah um and they're seeing footage on the tv of this happening on this fake looking news channel (laughs) but you could see the planes falling it's happening you know that um Again, they're not doubting it. They're just don't ever. But one guy, the one guy has been hit in the head. So he, his perspective is questionable to the, uh, to the, his husband, you know, so, but he sees something in a reflection, you know, to seems to, so you don't know whether it has something to do with his head injury or whether he actually sees something to feel like this is legitimate with that, that they can control this. You know, I don't know. I kept waiting to see where they were going with this. And so are you trying to convince yourself you liked it better than your initial thought, or are you trying to convince yourself
0: it was even worse than your initial
2: thought? Well, I honestly I got Okay. I don't know your reading of the movie.
0: <laughs> I thought it was fine. I said going it what I expected, it, it gave me what I expected. I liked how it was shot. I like you know, all the real tight close-ups. Like he did a lot with what little space he had, and it was emotional. That third act was like there was some emotional payoff to it. So it was what I expected and enough for me. It was good enough. I yeah. didn't love it, but it wasn't terrible. Then I you know I read some reviews that are it's genius and other reviews it was horrible. So yeah. I yeah, whatever.
2: Well, when it got to the end and. Ultimately, that guy who had had the head injury—he, he, Jonathan Groff—is that his name? He he said, uh, "I he's like I, I think I believe them, you know, and go ahead and kill me, you know, and let's save the world, basically, because the al- alternative is if they don't do it, everybody in the world dies except them, and they walk the world like." Um, what can- what's it what's it, what they say in Pulp Fiction?
0: Like Kane like and Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. well, you can tell I'm not a parent because I was like, just kill the kid, and you could go adopt another one. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I'm not a parent, but
2: wow, that never that was wow. <laughs> yes, obviously. That was they picked the cutest kid.
0: She is adorable.
2: expressly yeah. for that purpose. Yes. So even your cold heart <laughs> could not go down that path. But uh I so he does. That guy dies. And and the other guy, dad and the girl go get in the vehicle that the see, we had that moment where on their they're on their way there, you see it in the preview. There's a listen to Boogie Shoes. And the three of them are dancing in the car and just like this is their family they've created, and so great. And well, first off, I want to say, like, it didn't, you know, it, this, this book, this movie is a pretty obvious allegory for the Catholic Church hating on uh, gay couples and especially gay couples adopting children. And the, the whole message is basically, somebody's got to pay for this, you know, you know, this, this is a manifestation of that The you know, the people sinned and no, you know, we had all God washed the earth of them, you know? So this is just another thing like you, you, okay. You're going to have these, this gay relationship and you're going to adopt a child on top of that. We can't, you know, there's been, things for years they hate that that you know not every all of everybody but there is a huge contingent that you sh- they should they're so scared of gay couples raising children so this is uh what this is about you know somebody has to pay for that you have to pay for this it's not about them living in this cabin it, it, you know they have to be the people in the ca- cabinet it is they are the people that are going to pay for this to make this stop you know and th- this God's not going to be happy unless one of, one of you pays a price. And so when the guy lets that happen, you know they go out and end up. You know it it does it fixes everything. Just like I said, just it plays out exactly as you think. One of them dies, and yes, they they so- solved it. The plane stopped falling. The virus is cured. Everything, and. Those two get in the truck, and I did think this was, was a sweet moment. The the starts the truck up, and the song that song is playing, which you know, oh what a crazy coincidence, you know blah, blah, blah. this song's playing, and the the dad immediately shuts it off. Well, then the little girl turns the radio back on, and listens to it for a minute, and then she kind of feels guilty about it and turns it off, and then the the moment when the dad dad kind of realizes. No, I can't let this be this for her. We're allowed to be happy and remember this guy. And turns the radio back on, and they listen to it. Well, that's all sweet and stuff, but why did he do this? Why? Why did what? Why did M. Knight do do all this? And it, he's famously religious. Like Signs is clearly a religious movie. You know, I think. It's not supposed to be a coincidence. It's supposed to be like, that's I'm okay that guy. I'm okay in the next life. Yeah, yeah. Go on with life, be happy. Yeah, yeah. And, and so <laughs> what I want to know is why he changed the ending. Because the book has a more satisfying ending to me as far as dealing with that whole uh church against the gays allegory in the book the the rules are broken the they the girl is killed by an accidental they're fighting over the gun or something and accidentally shoot the daughter Mm -hmm. and she dies but that doesn't count Bec- you know, because according to the rules, it can't be accidental. You have to have done it on purpose. And the guys kind of at that point, I haven't read it, but I read an article saying this is I wanted to know what happened in the book. And it said the guys are like, well, that's it. You know, they're kind of like. What what is good enough for your God type thing? Screw you, you know we're going to walk the earth and be happy, you know, together. And kind of like, you know, I, I like that much better. It's like, well, we have to do all these things to make you happy. This church to make you comfortable, we have to give up something. It has to be according to your rules
0: and the children suffer.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. And I just think that would have been such a better ending. Why did you go, you know, is it, Is it something where he is too, I can't believe he picked the movie if he's this Christian guy. That
0: that makes more sense of the comments I was reading. People were debating this, who were trying to not spoil the book. And it was like, they're saying why pick something to adapt and then change the whole point of it.
2: Right. Like, is it because of his religion,
0: your movies, you're allowed to say what you want. You're allowed to have your point of view, but why pick a book that has the exact opposite of your point of view? Yeah. I don't know. But you also, you can't have a major Hollywood release where you kill a kid in the third act and it's, yeah.
2: you know, then it's a death. Like, that
0: just, that doesn't work for movie studios. So. Yeah.
2: Anyway, I just, I, it, I've thought, been thinking about that all week. <laughs> Why did he do what he did? Why did he choose to do what he did with that story? I, yeah,
0: I hadn't really thought that deeply about it. But yeah, like, my thinking is, I want it to just—they're gay couple because they're a gay couple. Who cares? That's just—that's right. just available now in Hollywood. Right, right, But we're not to that point yet. It has to mean at this yeah, point. It still yeah. means something. So I saw—I—I I, I, some review was like, oh, so you know, you—you you have to sacrifice you know, your gayness to have society or like I, people were taking it that way, whether yeah. it was intended or not. Right. So yeah, it, it's, we're not to the point where it can just be incidental.
2: No, so the gayness no way. is,
0: is part, at least part of the point. And he brought that up in the plot that they're worrying about. They're targeted because these yeah. are gay bashers. or So yeah, it's not, it's not incidental. There is a, there's a meaning to it all, but I, I can I can't tell you exactly what his uh, intention was could have
2: been yeah i I think that he you know that it just seems like i don't know i feel like he picked the story to clean it up like he didn't like what it said (laughs) you know (laughs) he's like
0: put a happy ending on the yeah
2: i'm gonna change this up a little bit make make it be uh yeah exactly anyway whatever i just want to get that out but yeah i thought this was
0: crazy that this movie came out a week Within a week of The Last of Us episode three, that people mm. were crowing about, it was a gay love story at the end of the world. Like, have these two very large uh, pop culture moments of, of uh, gay romance and genre fiction yes. within a week of each other it was kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that on TV episodes.
0: And I also think, like, if movies are still around in 20 years, we're going to be definitely look back at this period of like this pandemic filmmaking of having a small cast in one setting for like everyone's making movies like this. And we're, we're in a real era right now. It's totally it's hard could to have see. Been a play. Yeah. Totally. It's hard to see that since we're in it, but like people are choosing these projects based on how do you film it yeah. <laughs> safely during a pandemic? And it's, I don't know. It's just going to be a, when we look back on this era, it's like, yeah, there were so many movies that just had four people in one yeah. room.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's all I got.
0: All right, that does it for your spoilers. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope, we, we, we did, we, we took some good, we took some bad. We
2: Take both and there you got. Facts, yeah, we of, got, life.
1: Yeah, we, facts <laughs> of life. Facts
0: of life. That's it for this episode. Come back soon we'll
2: have more my name is jordan i'm cliff Barnes. i'm seth goodbye forever
0: i didn't know what that song was i knew i was like thanks <laughs> thanks i knew it's it was good something. it's
1: good <laughs> kapow the pop cultured podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only sounds music and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show the Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Udam with KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share.